Welcome to Stuck at Home with Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. Here are your hosts, Jason Smith and Cliff Dorfman. Huzzah! Welcome. New episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and wait, this guy. And this guy, Jason. 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 Uh, I, I, I look like a, I look like it's the day after laundry day and I just never took my shit out of the car. <laughs> I think I'm just kind of upset that you never uh, stayed with the look that Stephanie gave oh, that whole. You know, I want, I, I will. I you know, probably look. by some, one of the days in the next few days, see if you notice this mustache, right? You know, viewers at home, I'm, I'm tilting my head up in the sexiest way possible so you can see not only my nose hairs, but also really deep into my upper mouth crevices. I mean, and, uh, it's HD, right? Yeah, and it's HD, so you can really see it. <laughs> you know, and so the, the mustache is over the lip. And and it's not like it's straight hair. It doesn't go straight down and chomp back on the bottom lip. It goes up and it curls into my mouth. So when I have soup, it's now uh, tomato and hair. Um, if I want to have a, a bologna sandwich, a bologna sandwich and mustard hair and, uh, and mustache hair sandwich, um, everything has a little bit of Jason's facial hair in it, right? And it's not like it's, it's not soft hair. It's puby. It's sharp and it's stabby. And it's not, it's not the kind that you'd want to get. You, you wouldn't want this tangled up in anything. Oh, Much I, less, all I um, said was I, I just missed the look. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you get a lot for that. Just, so what I'm trying to say is. Is what? It's getting to a point where I can't even enjoy a good eclair without getting like uh, a whole bunch of eclair juice on it. Not that I eat a lot of eclairs, but I'm sure it would just be, it'd be, it'd be custardy. It'd be ick. Is there such a thing as a bad eclair? Well, when you have um, a little bit of uh, mustache hair in it. Yes. Yes. yes I uh, mean, if it's your own mustache hair, as long as it's not someone else's. Uh, you, you, not when they're this pointy. You get little, you get little tickles. So, in so what is the point of what you're saying? Are you going to do The point is that I have, to, I have to clean my, I have to groom myself. I have to groom myself again. I am stuck at home. And uh, sometimes that grooming goes out the door, but I have to get back to it. And, uh, you know, probably, probably early next week, maybe even by Monday, uh, I'll look like the, the, the person that I want to try and do every day. Okay. But the point really is what the bullet point I got out of all this is that you will not groom unless or until you absolutely have to. <laughs> that is, that is a truth. That is a truth right now. There's okay. a, there's a certain amount of, man, you know, well, well, and it, it starts so innocently, like, oh, I still look good. Like it's two weeks in and it looks pretty much the same and it's fine. And then there's the, um, oh, I can kind of tell. And then there's the, well, too late now. And then there's the, can I just make it to the weekend? And that's where right. I've been since last Sunday, like Sunday night. I'm like, can I just make it to the next Saturday? Can I just get there? <laughs> I think I can. I mean, Who knows? There's, so, there's so much going on though, that it, it, it's not, it's not a ridiculous thing to think, you know, Hey, uh, I don't have time for this yeah. crap. It's hot outside and we have it to is. like, I, I, I may not have a lot of hair up there, but I got a lot of hair down here. So this is not something that you do in a bathroom if you li- if you love somebody. It'd be the equivalent of a glitter bomb. Imagine a glitter bomb to do it. filled with my beard hair, right? So like somebody mails you a package and, and you open it up and there's a nice letter, but then you open it all the way up and just my hair flies everywhere. You're never getting it out of your clothes. That's going to get stuck between your toes, in yeah, between your nails. Nice to do anybody. Yeah, I'll I'll rather you, get that's ant. That's why when I have to really do it. Like if I grow my beard like yours, I will like rent a hotel room <laughs> to do the entire grooming. That's it. And be like, and then I'll yeah. leave like a thirty dollar uh, housekeeping tip. That's the thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not sorry. I've done that before. I've, I, I I was at a a convention a little while a uh, while ago, and I just needed to clean it all up. And I accidentally went a little bit shorter than I meant to, mm-hmm. and I and ended up making I murdered that bathroom with a. With gray facial hair, and I felt so bad. I put this big, I put forty bucks in cash up there, and uh, it's like a Santa bath bomb. Yeah. All right. So, by the way, um, do you not? Does Starburns Audio not have like a new hit podcast? Is that not a thing? Oh yeah, we do have a brand new hit podcast. As like a matter just of fact, came out of the gate like uh, with with a with a bullet. Like what's? Oh uh, yeah, we do. This? It's a new podcast called The Bonnet Chronicles. And uh, is, is that what it's called? The Bonnet Chronicles? Well, it's called I, Bonnet. I never heard of this couple, but, but it's they're called, huge. Yeah, it's a I'm not going to let you talk. It's Bonnet Chronicles, <laughs> not The Bonnet Chronicles. But when you talk about it, sometimes you have to say The Bonnet Chronicles. Um, but uh, yeah, it stars Tammy Roman, who mm-hmm. uh, you might recognize from um, 
a few other things. She was on Basketball Wives. Um, she's also a hip hop artist, um, and it's it, it's with her. Um, and I think she was on The Real World back like in the L.A. season, like back. Oh, 90- really? Like with, with like Puck? No, that was San Francisco. So this was like with with Beth, I think. Maybe not even with Beth. I'll mm-hmm. have to. This was the this was this I believe this was the second season of the show. This had yeah, this had Tammy on it. It had this is the one with Beth and uh, you really know your reality. The cowboy and the, re, the the there was the cowboy in this one. This one had the, this was the the third the first one I think one of the kids got um I got I think actually got kicked off for uh pulling uh pulling Tammy's uh towel off or something. Like get out of here. Not, not, that it, was like, like a, it was like a little joke and it wasn't a huge thing, but it was enough. And that was the, you know, but that was that first scandal. Now you can, now people get in trouble for way worse than so, that. I mean, if you talked about that right yeah. now, like I'm afraid that you just even said that out loud. No, no, I don't remember exactly what happened. Um, uh, but, uh, I'll, I'd have to look at it. Uh, was after he was asked to leave. Um, but, uh, I do remember, you know, I, but uh, let's get her on the show and talk yeah, to we'll, her. We'll get her, we'll get her on the show for sure. On so that it's side. her and her husband. Is that what it is? And her, 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 uh, you know, her the more more popular thing that she's been on for a long time is the, the basketball uh, basketball right. wives. Um, but yeah, she's great, and so it's just a really candid conversation between her and her husband, and it's doing great. It's right now. It's number one in uh, uh, TV and film, and and uh, killing. You know, I love I'm that. Charts. Yeah, excited. By the way, Jason did not have me say that he had actually see why he's stuttering he had no idea i was even going to bring it up this is not a planned promotion thing (laughs) this is just something i i get excited about because i i'm very picky where i do business so me being at starburns now i get very like protective and proud of anything that happens so i'm like oh something good happened like let's do that like what's going on with jeff cesario by the way because i kind of miss him oh jeff's doing good so so chat is chat's going strong uh play with pain it's still doing really good we just started uh the chat waterhouse tiktok Oh, please, I have to follow that. Oh, you have to look it up. Just look up Chet Waterhouse on TikTok. He's got his first, he did his first one. And and so the concept with Chet is he's going to start doing commentary over other people's videos, like their fails or or interesting things. Oh, I saw this. Right. I read this. Yes, that looks hysterical. Yeah. So that's what's going on. And then um, we're also working on a project this week, and hopefully it'll, it'll be live this week for this weekend's games, but where, where Chet and Adam Felber from, uh, of NPR fame and from, you know, and uh, also from uh, the Paul Poundstone podcast, they're going to start doing color commentary for the baseball games that you can live stream alongside watching the game on TV. So since there's no, you know, there's no players, you can listen to the, you can listen to them call the game. So Cliff, um, so Chet Waterhouse calls one game well, a week. Is that what we're going to that do. up? Will you? So people yeah. can see where to, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send out the link to everybody. Um, and for me too. You got it. It'll be on <laughs> the, that, it'll be on the Starburns audio Facebook page and, uh, YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Cause I don't even like baseball really, but you know, I'm a Dodgers fan. I don't really like baseball uh-huh. though. That makes me kind of want it. That's yeah. like the Brock Meyer thing. Like if Brock Meyer's announcing, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to the game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's the kind That's of how Chet I Waterhouse is doing it. I'm in. I, I tried to watch a game the other day um, on TV, and it was it actually went well. They're piping in they they pipe in crowd noise, so it mm-hmm. sounds like there's a crowd there. Partially, I think, to keep them um, so people can still do the stuff that they do with signs and 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 making sure that there's a little bit more um, I don't know anonymity up there. Uh, <laughs> but also, it's interesting because they put up billboards or they put up pe- people can actually buy cardboard cutouts to put in their seats. Wow, that's yeah. actually really cool. So there, so there, the stand, some of the stands have people in it. Are the seats um, the same prices? Oh no, no, no. I, I think this is just part of like the season ticket holders, and it's not every seat that that that, that does that. But they do have. Can you we know, get a people, stuck at home seat for the Lakers <laughs> on, on the wood? Go check it out. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and Look so into that. we saw a couple people. Um, somebody did a tribute to one of our old podcasters who passed away a couple of years ago, Brody Stevens. But so Brody Stevens was in the stand, which was really cool. That's really um, dope. But, but 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 baseball's still baseball and still kind of boring. So whatever. Yeah, listen, that's a whole thing. And by the way, I did a uh, I got Land inviting me to do an episode of uh, Ghosted with Roz. So oh yeah, how'd that uh, go? It was great. It was great. We'll talk about it when it gets closer. But I mean, Roz is and Land anytime. It's basically like if Land asks me to do anything, I'm going to say yes. And then it's Roz. So you know, and Ghosted is just such a good podcast. And she does that EVP uh, thing at the end. We have to guess, which mm-hmm. I loved. And then, of course, that night I I end up watching like a whole documentary on EVP stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. So so yeah. There's that. Oh, by the way, 
Okay, we're going to get in, then we're going to get into our guest, but I am going to say this. You talk about your home life a little bit. I'm just going to say about mine. My kid went with his mom to see the Texas side of the family. So Ooh. they're away. Um, and I'm, uh, you know, my kid's not here. So the, this house, um, it's empty without him and all his friends so running around. Well, that's what you would think. That it was so <laughs> clean, right? Because I, I, you know, I was like, ah. Oh. I'm getting everything done, everything. The second, like, they leave, right? I, they leave, uh, well, he leaves with, with his mom Thursday morning, early, right? And then I have an early doctor appointment. We spoke Thursday. Yep. And we're not, are we, should we talk about this after? Because I don't want to screw Jared because he's waiting. Yeah, and I really want to talk about everything with him because of all the streaming stuff that's going on. Yeah. So let's say, you know, clock some time after Jared right. for it because I'll tell you what's going on. So it's, it's just incidental. So let's bring him on then, right? Is he ready? Yeah, he's ready. What else is he doing, right? He's just waiting for us to stop talking. So, yes, uh, let's bring on our guest to talk about, like, there is so much going on in these streaming ones. So we have uh, Jared Newman coming on right now. He's a Fast Company and Tech Hive contributor, and uh, he writes the Cord Cutter Weekly Newsletter. Ladies and gentlemen, Jared Newman. Yeah. Where's my uh, Where's my fake appearance? There they are. Uh, very nice. Well, good uh, to the show, I want to say, first of all, that the... the um, Having grown my first beard during the pandemic, the mm-hmm. mustache hair story that you related resonated with me. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I try and leave my mark, even if that means just, uh, uh, just a just a dash, of, just a little bit of nat- and the mustache wisdom wherever I go. <laughs> and with that, I just yeah. wisdom. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Jared. How you doing, buddy? I had to really, honestly, I went down here and I was looking at something for a second and then I had to close my eyes to just get all that visual out of my <laughs> id. I had, to, I had to do a quick blue light cleanse in my brain. So welcome to the show, Jared. Thanks for having thank me. You, thank you for being here. So let's kind of jump right into it because there's a lot to talk about. I mean, right now, I guess, as, is it as of today, HBO is going dark? I think it starts tomorrow. Uh, and, and what you're saying is HBO Go um, goes dark on streaming devices. Um, and then HBO, it's like you could talk about this forever. HBO Now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah HBO Now mm-hmm. becomes HBO if you have a Roku um, or Amazon Fire TV device. And that's just for those two specific devices. Say that again. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know how to explain right? the way that it is. Jason like, came back for this. It's not, it's not clear. Um, but you know, on on most devices, the idea is that HBO Now um, becomes HBO Max, and that mm-hmm. um, HBO Go goes away, um, and you would just use HBO Max on every device to stream HBO content plus all the other stuff that they're adding um, to that service. Uh, the problem, of course, is that Roku and Amazon Fire TV do not have a deal to carry. HBO Max on their streaming devices. And so there's sort of this temporary thing that's in place where uh, you will use this new HBO app to continue watching stuff from HBO. It doesn't include the full HBO Max catalog. Yeah, this is so they thought they might uh, uh, get this deal done before with uh, Roku or the Amazon stick, right? And, And they did not. I mean, I'm surprised, at least for Roku, I'm surprised that it took or is taking as long as it did um, because when HBO max launched the reporting that was out there was like, Oh yeah, they're close. And, you know, Roku has this reputation for kind of, you know, being amenable to different companies and everything. And so I just figured that you know, by now, two months later, they'd have it settled, but I haven't heard anything that, that suggests that uh, it's closed. Uh, I guess the fact that this HBO app is here suggests that you know things haven't completely fallen apart. They have this sort of stopgap situation in place. And just to be clear, this app is to sort of be an intermediary, a patch app between not having HBO Max and losing the HBO Go, correct? No. <laughs> I see. So, is, and they're not well, offering any price so, difference either, right, for so not what having it's doing it. is you have HBO Now, which is a standalone subscription service, um, not tied to cable or anything like that. Then this becomes HBO, and you use that. If you have HBO Go, my understanding is that uh, you're just kind of out of luck for now. You would just watch on your cable box uh, or use the HBOgo.com website. Uh, but you're still paying for authentication it. mechanism on HBO, uh, this new app to get in, I think. 
<laughs> okay. So we're, we'll, we'll end all this HBO stuff, because we could talk the whole show about this alone and the quagmire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I say we just ended on one word, friends. <laughs> Okay. Sure. Now, I said NBCU, right? They said this week that the Peacock has uh, uh, 10 million subscribers. Is this a good number? Are we happy? Or well, 10, 10, 10 million signups. So, uh, you know, they have the they have a free tier, and you, you do have to create an account to use the free service. And then there's mm-hmm. the $5 per month premium, which is like extra content but ad-supported. And then the $10 per month, also premium these companies are really bad at naming stuff, but um, yeah, $10 per month, also premium. And uh, that's same content, but no ads. So, you know, I'm going to assume that the the majority are not paying customers. That's just my guess. But, but does the 10 million mean all that data for them, which is money? Yeah. And it's still, you know, advertising revenue and all that. It, it sounds like a decent start. And you think about uh, 2B, which is now owned by Fox. They have, uh, let me put here, 25 million active users mm-hmm. and Pluto TV, which is now owned by Viacom CBS, 22 million active users. So uh, we'll see how many of the Peacock users remain active or whether NBC even decides to publicize that. But it seems like a decent start. You know, it's right. good content available for free. So why not? Yeah, my only problem with it, and Jason, I've told you this, is, is uh, you know, you, you can't tell me I can watch one episode and then make me pay and not release them every week because you initially are a network. You used to release things every week. So you got to give me the free with ads every week because now you're just holding it hostage. Yeah. Do you agree with this? Do you like this model? Me personally? Yeah, you. Uh, I don't <laughs> I'm asking I, you, Jared. Yeah, I, yeah no, I, I, I guess it's fine. I mean, you know, I, I guess... With all these companies, I wish they would, you know, dive in a little bit more wholeheartedly. I think I saw this with HBO Max as well, where they're, where they're, you know, withholding some content. They put some stuff on still on Crunchyroll, or they put some stuff still on DC right. Universe. They're pulling back movies that they, at least seems to me, like they own the rights to, and they're kind of spreading them around. So, you know, you think that they would, if they're really serious or feeling more serious, they wouldn't uh, be so hesitant about diving all the way in. Um, but I guess they still want to make people, in NBC's case, still want to make people pay if they can, not just be fully ad supported. Right. You know, don't don't you know, don't stream jack me, though. That's all I'm saying. All right. So CBS All Access, they added how many new shows, like 70 something from BET and MTV and all over. Right. I mean, they're trying to do Nickelodeon. Are they doing is it like a something for everybody uh, approach? Do they want to be Netflix? What do you think's going on there? Well, they, they said outright that they want to appeal to a younger demographic. You know, I think CBS All Access, people tuning in for, for Blue Bloods and NCIS is not really uh, bringing in a younger crowd. So I think that they're trying to, to do that with, uh, you know, the MTV and Comedy Central stuff. And, you know, people like me with kids, maybe if they bring in some of the, the Nick Jr. stuff, they might uh, accomplish that. As far as whether they can, you know, become Netflix, I think that's going to be harder. They've said that they for now at least, are not going to license content. So, mm. you know, that's going to limit how much stuff they can actually put on this service. But they're also yeah, pricing it, you know, differently from Netflix. So there's maybe an understanding there that they're going to do it a different way. Right, Be- meaning cheaper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. They and, said that and, they, Jason, and I was surprised by this. They said they're, they're going to do a rebranding next year so i guess it won't be called cbs all access but they've said that they are not going to raise the price i kind of assumed that this whole thing was a way to start justifying a higher price but you know you look at uh nbc doing a free tier and you look at you know pluto tv is free and and so i just i think it's harder to to compete and and price yourself like netflix especially if you don't have the same amounts of content I'll, okay. I'll say this for the um, CBS stuff. Well, and you know, when you look at this, this is this is the lineup of Comedy Central shows that you're getting. Jason, with, you have up. Jason's pulled up all the uh, the, the entire. Oh, that's uh, the whole thing. App. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're looking at so, all the shows and what they have. Okay, so that, that's everything from C, from from yeah. Comedy Central, for example. And as you can tell, there's some there's some good stuff on here, but it's not a huge catalog for them. Yeah, and they, for one thing, they they said they want to add more by next year. So I guess we'll see on that count mm-hmm. and i do wonder like how much is still just tied up in in cable contracts um you know that's hard they've been trying to to produce new content but they haven't really invested in in that 
you know, mm-hmm. exclusives as much as some of the other companies. So, yeah. well, I'll, I'll say this for CBS. I mean, it's got two of my two of my favorite new originals with uh, with the Star Star Trek Discovery. I think is amazing um, on here, and uh, the Twilight Zone is also really good. It um, is? Yeah, it's really good. Huh. Okay. Well, I think so, so. Not everybody has to think so, but I do. No, I'm going to check it out. I, I'm not. I'm not arguing. Here's thing. some of their. It, here's some of their originals. So Star Trek Discovery is out of control good, as far as I'm concerned. Picard, not so much, but you know, it's got Picard in it. The Lower Decks is going to be interesting. That's the one that's with the guys who were part of the Rick and Morty team. Um, and I haven't watched any of these other ones, but they look like shows that we should watch for our um, uh, our our book club. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Let's get back to that. Okay. So, and by the way, CBS All Access, the, the name implies free, doesn't imply a pay. So, you know, the rebranding might be necessary. I, we, anyway, we have it, you know, Jared, uh, we have it not for any of the shows. We have it because you, it comes with the Big Brother live streams, and my wife spends the entire <laughs> summer watching the, the 24 hour live streams of that. Um, it's really very serious. Just that, that we use it for. I wonder what they're going to call it. Um, <laughs> you know, I thought Peacock was an inspired name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was great. Like, yeah. go with that. I mean, but this is really now, and it brings me to the next thing. And Jason, you brought this up the other day. I think it was on Wednesday, uh, our last episode, we were talking about this. AMC Theaters and Universal reaching this, uh, I guess it's a deal, right? For it only, uh, set, they got 17 days in the theater and then it goes VOD after to, you know, these 20 or $25 rentals. Um, and is this what we're seeing the future to be? You know, that, that this is where it's all going to land now. Yeah, it kind of seems like it seemed like one of those things that was kind of inevitable anyway, that just mm-hmm. like a lot of other things we're seeing because of the, the pandemic that just kind of gets accelerated. We obviously see the theaters are struggling. They're in survival mode. Um, but, you know, you had Netflix bringing movies home already and Disney Plus was, you know, launching movies that they were skipping theaters on. Now they're doing some more of that. Um, and so I just... You know, and now NBC saw that they they could release Trolls World Tour and have it be a huge success without going to the theaters, um, and they kind of you know put all their chips on the table and uh, and uh, well, they've been the most aggressive. Them. NBC, why, why has Universal. why is Universal getting the most shit for it though? Like Disney did the exact same thing, you know, and Fox, and I know Disney's big, but Universal's not tiny. It's not like you know, it's not something small. What? Why is Universal getting the most heat from AMC? It doesn't feel like it, it just because they said that they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. I think it may, yeah, well, maybe for one thing, the fact that they sold, right? They didn't put it on a streaming service that they already had. They sold tickets, so maybe that ruffles feathers more. Um, but yeah, I, I do think kind of the fact that they they came out and said like we're going to start doing this more often for our future movies, even when theaters start to reopen, that probably raised uh, you know some red flags over at AMC. It's like uh, you know I don't know how to relate anything to anything normal, but it's like. <laughs> It's only weird to masturbate when you say you do it. If as long as everybody does it in secret, nobody cares. But they're like, I love it. He's like, you look weird, right? Like I look weirder now to you guys. Yeah, I'm not coming. <laughs> I love it too. I love it too. No, but it just—it's you know what I mean, though. It's like Universal just was the ones that announced how happy they were with the success of what they were doing, and all of a sudden AMC kind of yeah, laid the hand out. But everybody's been kind of doing it. There's, they aren't. There's, there's a, there's a half dozen movies that they just released direct to you know. Yeah, direct to VOD over this time, and it feels like they made money. It's a money maker. The theaters seem like they should at least be on board during this time period. But I guess, yeah, I guess maybe just saying, "Hey, we want to continue this on past the pandemic." Scared AMC, who wanted maybe that was yeah, maybe that was their way of like getting out there and trying to make a deal so that they can keep doing it because you know nobody else has anything lined up as far as I know. So yeah, well, I I mean, this all this all comes under the the idea that AMC will be around um, at the end of this. Which makes me sad, but also laugh a little bit. Right. Are there even going to be theaters? I mean, we talk about these streaming wars, and it's like, is, is this all there is now? I mean, you know, I forget about my ideas. Are they going to be TVs? But, like, I want to spend some time on this with you, Jared, because what we're talking about here is this all-encompassing thing where we have to have a a unit to watch everything. We're allegedly cutting cords, right? Uh, especially talking about your new uh, newsletter, what, 
what are we supposed to do here? Like, if I want to buy an Apple TV, what am I missing? If I want to buy a Roku, what am I missing? Or a Fire Stick, I feel like I can't. If I'm a new consumer coming into this mess of a streaming war, I don't know where to go to get the most for, first of all, am I getting a smart TV? Am I getting a Roku? Please, can you just give our listeners some clarity? Yeah, and and I guess one thing I'll say is that it's funny because a couple months ago, this wasn't really even an issue. You know, before HBO Max and NBC uh, and Peacock launched, pretty much everything was available everywhere. And nobody was really thinking about this issue at all. But uh, Roku and Amazon trying to kind of get what they can out of these services. And these are, you know, big services launching a lot on the line. And so um, it's kind of changed the dynamic. And now it does make you think, you know, is this going to be a problem in the future, uh, whether it's a new streaming service or an existing streaming service that, you know, ha- has to renegotiate some kind of content deal with Roku or what have you? Is that going to be something I have to think about where there's like blackouts like they were with the, like there were in the cable era? So, yeah, I mean, I would I would like to think that this is not something that will persist, um, but it could be. And um but if we're here now, what do we get? So I'm yeah. walking into this market and I'm like, do I just get an Apple? You know, is that the best bet? I mean, what, what do I buy? Oddly enough, you know, the, there was always this sort of reputation that, that Apple was the walled garden. Um, but now it's kind of the case that they they pretty much have all of the, the major streaming services. Uh, the downside being that it's a very expensive box compared to uh, Roku or Fire TV. Uh, $180 for Apple TV 4K versus you know, comparable Fire TV or Roku, $50. Um, So, yeah, if you want to have everything available all the time, right now that's kind of the best option. Uh, There is everything on Apple, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Mm -hmm. the major stuff. I mean, there's like, you know, Roku always had these kind of weird fringe channels that maybe Apple doesn't have. But in terms of all the major services, yeah, I can't think of any blind spots. And ironically, you can get Apple TV on a Roku. There's a there, there's an Apple app on a Roku where you can watch all your shows from Apple. Yes, but that's not that's not the other that's not individual services that you can watch. Right. No, it's it's not. But it's just kind of interesting. But you can watch like Apple TV Plus. You can watch uh, anything that you've purchased on your with your Apple account. So I can watch all the movies there on Roku. I just can't get HBO Max unless I go to the Apple TV, but there's no Roku app on that, but you wouldn't need one because there's no Roku channel that's worth it. There is actually Roku. So I guess they don't have the Roku channel, which yeah. is, oh. <laughs> Roku, you know, but Roku hasn't really released that on anything but their own. It's right. actually on Samsung TVs, oddly enough. And they kind of said that they were going to release it on other platforms. And for whatever reason, they have it. Um, okay. Well, let me stop you there for a second, because you said just Samsung TVs, which are these smart TVs. So mm-hmm. it seems now, we were talking about this, right, Jason, about the debt. They're selling these. The bigger ones are getting so cheap because all they care about is the data. Is the magic data or the magic, let's say, uh, smart TVs, are they having everything? No, right? You're either having Amazon Fire Stick? Like, what's what's the deal? I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, my my general feeling is that you shouldn't take the software as, like, your, your first criteria when you're buying a TV. You want to think about, you know, the price and the, the hardware features because you can always add a device later um and as far as the software goes yeah there's tvs that have roku software on it tvs that have amazon's fire tv software what does samsung it. have samsung has it's called tizen technically but they just call it samsung smart tvs and i'm not really a huge fan um it's just samsung it's kind of the same with lg kind of in the same boat where they don't have a great track record of like keeping their smart tv software up to date maybe getting apps in the same schedule as some of the other um, major platforms so, yeah, I mean, there's the Samsung and LG TVs have their virtues, but I, I wouldn't say that the smart TV software is, is one of them. On the LG, I have an LG uh, OLED, and it's a couple of years old, so the software is not the newest generation, but it has Netflix and Amazon, so that's easy. Hulu, that's easy. Um, it doesn't have HBO. It doesn't have HBO Max. It doesn't have Peacock, and it, but it has Disney Plus, and it's had Disney Plus from the day one. So it's a really interesting situation. So we end up using the Xbox for a lot of stuff in the front. Does, does it have Apple TV Plus on it? No, no, it doesn't have that either. That's the thing because they they believe they released it, but it only released it on like the 2018 and 2019. Right. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. They don't have like you know if you buy a Roku TV from 2014, it's the same app support as a Roku mm-hmm. TV yeah. from, from this year. Yeah. So, in my in my room TV, there's we have a TCL. And it has the Roku built into it. And it's great. And that's part of the reason I'm so frustrated with HBO right now, because I really like using that Roku. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then now I have to use two different platforms because I, I, I guess I could plug in the Apple TV, but I just don't want to because I've got other stuff going. So now I have to watch. P- I think Peacock isn't on Sony yet, so I don't even think I have access to Peacock, but I can watch HBO Max on the PlayStation and I can watch the rest of everything on Roku. And it's just like, Jesus, but this shouldn't be that hard. These are apps. You can watch right. Peacock on your Apple. No, I don't, I don't have the, I have an Apple that I, I mean, I don't want to get into the number of devices and shit that I have at my house that aren't plugged You're in. That should be. But uh, I, I brought the Apple TV outside to watch, uh, watch the Super Bowl, and it's still sitting in my garage on the, connected to the big screen because it's fun to go out there and watch shows. And I could just go out there and bring it in, and I can connect everything and be fine. But that, that's not the point. That's not the point <laughs> in my head. I need it to be every, everything needs to be point. on the TV so I could just get up, roll over, turn the TV on. Roll back over, go back to sleep while I listen to like the first half of the uh, season two of Umbrella Academy. I just, I don't want to oh, go yeah. back and forth. I don't want, I don't. You I, shouldn't have to. shouldn't have to go back and forth between your devices, right? You got Roku. You, go ahead, Jason. Oh, no, it's just a, it's a very lazy problem, but it is a, it is a problem. Well, most people are lazy, especially when it comes to entertainment. Because at this point in your life, you got home from work, you had a drink, you're sitting down, you want to relax. You don't want to have to deal with more shit. So Roku, you said you got the TCL, right? Uh, and Amazon Fire. So we know what they're missing. We got Comcast, right? And Cox's, uh, Jared, what is it? Free Flex device? Yeah, so Comcast has a Flex. Um, Cox has something called Contour. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're fine. Uh, they have a lot of the major stuff. But they're missing a few things here and there, like thinking about the Flex uh, device. doesn't have YouTube TV, um, doesn't have uh, Crunchyroll. It doesn't have any of the TV everywhere, like cable-authenticated apps. So if you're one of those, you know, mooching a subscription from somebody else, can't watch you after that. So they, you know, it's, it's a more limited selection. Um, it's nice to have. They're giving it away for free to people who've cut cable. So right. it's fine. Okay. But, uh, you know. oh, yeah, because they want to still maintain your your data yeah some kind of life yeah exactly (laughs) um and what sony has the what the android os is that sony works with google on uh android tv and there's there's um probably going to be this bit of a resurgence for android tv as a platform google's probably going to put out their own streaming dongle later this year um and that's kind yeah i know (laughs) um but it's it's (laughs) a kid sorry (laughs) it's kind of interesting um you know the only they historically have not had the greatest app support but it's gotten a lot better and uh the only major service i can think of that that android tv is missing right now is apple tv so it's still a little bit of a trade-off i mean there. it's like and then samsung like you said it's got the, its own uh, tizen os which doesn't have what <laughs> again i can't remember tizen? offhand what samsung doesn't have but i can mm-hmm. confidently say it's it's a decent number of things Oh really? It's not like you're missing out on on some big stuff. Yeah, and and, and as I said before, the ma- major issue is that you don't know if it's going to be up to date in a couple of years. New apps come out, you may not get them, or you may not get new features and things like that. So, and I think lastly, it's uh, Google's uh, Chrome Chromecast. Is that? Yeah, and the Chromecast's um, pretty good, but also no Apple TV. Yeah. Uh, so really, what we've established is that you got to spend two hundred bucks if you want everything. Trying to think. Yeah. Well, maybe a hundred. If you can find a cheap Android TV device and then use it. And then there's a whole rabbit hole of you can sideload HBO Max and Peacock onto the Fire TV. It's a whole rigmarole, but you can you can actually do it. You know this, Jason? Oh yeah. I mean there's a there's ways to to there's a lot of these things. If you can unlock them, oh, you can put way. anything on them. You could do the same thing, you know, if if you have the right stuff, an iPhone can play just about anything you want it to. Yeah. It's not that complicated, but it is a bit of a hoop to jump through. And it's technically uh, against the terms and conditions. So if something goes wrong or breaks or or uh, it fails and you take it back to get re- a refund or get repaired, they'll tell you to kick rocks. Hmm. Well, no, not for sideloading on fire. Sideloading, yeah. But if you're doing some of that stuff with like uh, updating the iOS or breaking any of their terms. Yeah, like unlocking jailbreaking, yeah. that kind of jailbreaking, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all right. So I, I feel like we've covered a lot of it. So why don't you just tell everyone and all our listeners, Jared, what's the best way to sign up uh, for the newsletter? Great. Um, yeah. So I have a newsletter called Cord Cutter Weekly. It's got about 23,000 subscribers. comes out every Friday. Um, and if you just go to jarednewman.com, J-A-R-E-D-N-E-W-M-A-N.com, you should find a link down there where you can sign up. 
That is fantastic. Jason, you have anything you want to ask or say before we No, I feel like I've been complaining to Jared enough, and it's not his fault. Like, he just knows all about it. But I'm like, Jared, what the hell, man? (laughs) I can't watch. (laughs) I can only watch the first chapter of things on Peacock. Come on. Not nice. (laughs) Not your fault. Leave poor Jared alone. Not your fault. Well, Jared, thank you very much for being here and answering all our questions and our gripes. And uh, please come back soon and, and tell us more when things progress. Ladies and gentlemen. Cool. Thanks, guys. Newman, thank you so much. Bye, Jared. All right. Bye, Jared. Yeah, listen, I mean, and this is the thing. We can get into it every single day, Jason. I love these guests. It's like there's still we don't ever feel like you have a full answer. Yeah. Well, I think that I think that we do have a we have all the information. We just don't got a we just don't have the final answer on like everything being done. Like the answer, Jared's very clear. It's just bifurcated right now and they haven't figured out how to put it all into, they haven't been able to contractually put it all together. This is super simple. If HBO Max and Roku could figure out a way to share that data and not be dicks and like somehow get the revenue to a place where they aren't, they, they aren't splitting it, we'd be okay. Right. Same with Peacock. That would, that would solve everything if everything could go to, on Roku. Um, Right. Or, you know, or the Apple box, which is more expensive, but there's a hard drive on there and you can play some games on it. And it's an, it looks pretty and it says Apple on it. And, you know, people pay a premium for that. There's an answer, but they're never, you know, but none of these answers are the one that like feels right. It's like where people end up going to, to popcorn time or to, you know, downloading this stuff other ways or sharing other pieces or having two or three different yes. things. You're, you abso- you're absolutely right. And also what I think is uh, an issue, uh, and tell me if you've come into this, and and I don't know how we fix it or not, but like I unfortunately, uh, my kid and I, I have to force him now like once or twice a month we watch a movie. I'm like, no, nah, mm-hmm. it's movie time. So he picked this movie Vivarium with uh, we both like uh, what's his name from the Facebook movie, uh, not Michael Sarah, but oh yeah, uh, Jesse. Uh, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. And uh, I, I love Imogene Poot or Poots. Okay, I've downloaded. I bought this movie. So I haven't okay. finished this movie. Do not watch I'm, it. I've, I've only gotten through the beginning when they try and drive. Like, I've got to the point where they're in this, the town and trying to drive out of the town, and they keep ending back, back at the house. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to save you a lot of uh, trouble. Uh, it, you know, it makes no sense. You have to actually go online and read what the director or writer mm-hmm. wanted, was, was trying to accomplish. And you're like, okay, that's actually pretty interesting. You did not communicate that to your audience at all. All I had was a frustrating thing, and, and that kid who screamed oh you haven't even met the kid yet mm-hmm. save yourself a lot of heartache man but oh, my okay. point is that we went on the, and we were like going through itunes you know and looking at the movies it was like oh it was like a dollar rental so i was like okay fine and then today last night i turn on amazon and it's like right there vivarium and it would have been free on the so, like one of those ones that's part of the pl- pl- prime whatever yeah, it's, it's part of the Prime, uh, right, exactly. It's in my Prime uh, uh, subscription. And, and, and this overlap, like I feel like Am- someone like iTunes should refund my dollar because I'm paying Amazon, but they're like, no, screw you. Right. They, yeah. well, and and some, overlap. some of the services overlap and actually show you when things are in both places. You know, um, it was a while, it was a long time ago, because well, not a long, long time ago, but it was a while ago. The, um, the Nintendo Wii U was like the one after the Wii. It had a little screen on it and they had an amazing interface where you could if you wanted to watch a show you could like and it would tell you like it's free on hulu or you can get it on amazon for this much and some of the services started to do that but i don't understand why it's not just like as part of it like if you go to a show and and you have that service installed and you have a subscription why does it go here we, we got it for free over here don't buy it on us listen and this is as we peel the onion it gets uh, deeper and, and deeper so all right real quick and I just want to, I want to, and this is a what? total aside, but I want about this Vivarium movie. I like asides. I didn't, I didn't understand Donnie Darko until I read, listened to the director commissary. And I don't think there was a point in all the time travel bullshit, I think was bullshit. Did you get like, is that, is it that kind of frustrating thing? Cause I enjoyed that movie kind of, but I never understood what the fuck it was all about until it was over. No, no, because Donnie Darko's good. <laughs> you know, Donnie Darko's like it was good. I didn't know what happened. This yeah, is bad. My point is, you had an idea what happened that Donnie right. Darko. Like at the end of Donnie Darko, you have an idea that like he died. All of this was like a way to change everything, maybe. But like, yeah. I really need some information. But the journey of it, and yeah. you know, Gyllenhaal and 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 uh, everybody in there, Aggie really. and the both Gyllenhaals. Yes, I mean, 
it's a tremendous and the director also is it uh it's not roger cumble but it's no uh, no um the guy who did that weird one with uh the rock also um roger cumble did cruel intentions it's uh you'll figure it out but uh, why were we why do we bring that up again oh yeah because of richard kelly darko Right. So, um, and he's a very good filmmaker, you know, but again, this is not, uh, you still had an idea, right? That there was some kind of like flirt with death. There was a plane crash there, you know, it was a high school thing and he's trying to get the date, you know, and go to the party. Like you were invested. This is a couple. They're not even married. I don't think. No, it didn't seem like they were. He's English. Uh, you know, he's uh, American. She's British. Uh, everyone else seems Swedish or like, I, I don't know what's going on there. And it's not one of those things where I'm mad about the accents. It's one of those things like, I don't know, like I met you for four minutes and then you go to that real estate place, which is like, no way am I going and following that guy anywhere. Martin. Oh. Right. You will come now and look at the place. It's like, no, I'm not going anywhere with you, buddy. In fact, but oh, yeah. with that being said, all you do is stay in this house and they can't get out. And then a kid's delivered to them and it says, raise the kid and be released. And the whole thing is they're raising all these Martins allegedly. So they use all these uh, people to raise Martins and the Martins hate the humans and are trying to kill all the humans. And this is their very slow way of doing it by replacing each other one by one, apparently. And my point is once you even know the answer, it's not interesting. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay, I get it now, but, you wasted a lot of my time. Is Martin supposed to be Martian? Like, is that, that what the stand-in is for? Or are they just oh, Martin? God. I didn't even think about that, but sure. I mean, it might <laughs> as well be in this kind of movie. Um, and it's All like right. one of these things. Okay, what? What were you going to say? Oh, no, I was going to say, I thought you were done. <laughs> I felt bad. I am done. I know I am done, by All the right. way. Like, it's, there's nothing else to it. I mean, and I love both those actors. So, though I have to say, I don't think Jesse Eisenberg has made a good movie um, since The uh, Social Network. Um, no, I liked it. Uh, was he in MK Ultra? Yes, he was in MK Ultra. Yes, that I liked. And I actually liked uh, 30 Minutes or Less. I think that one was the last one I enjoyed. Oh, uh, with the bomb or the pizza? With the bomb. And oh, you know what? Have you seen this movie, uh, The Art of Self Defense? I have. I oh, have seen it. it. It was interesting. It was, you know, slow paced. And, you know, I like the guy who's married to Emily Mortimer a lot. Um, what's his name? Uh, the lead guy in that movie. The art just of self-defense. The, It'll come the, to the, me. The, the Alessandra or Alessandra Nivola. Nivola. Yeah, from the Nick Cage War uh, yeah. Dogs movie or whatever that was. Yeah. I didn't hate that one, and I'm a big fan of the Zombie Lands. Um, those those ones I enjoy, and I like right, that. Right, the Zombie Lands were before the Zombie Land original Zombie Land was before Social Network. Yeah, the second one. I was just thinking the second one was out. So. But was it good? The double yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It wasn't as good as the first one. There's not like there between between Zombieland one and Zombieland two, a hundred different zombie things came out, um, including The Walking Dead and The Walking Dead Part Two and um, every other spinoff of every other thing and I Zombie and all those things. So the it's a little bit limited in those things because of all that stuff. But I still enjoyed it. I you know you got to love a good uh, Woody Harrelson, uh, Jesse Eisenberg joint. Right. <laughs> I love Woody Harrelson. I mean, I really do. And I, I feel like Jesse Eisenberg is a superb actor. Yeah. I just I don't think he's making the best no. choices. That's just whereas what happened to Michael Sarah? Um, I don't I think that I mean, I, go? he's been around. He just never he didn't really get a lot of stuff. He tried to go to indie. I think people got annoyed by his weird twee kind of hipsteriness. Like, like um, Scott Pilgrim. I, I mean, is Scott Pilgrim was amazing but i i think it, it it was i think michael Sarah was the reason that movie didn't do good because there was a lot of backlash against him he, he had a lot of good heat coming out of uh of uh, arrested development in juno but then and super bad i think but then this i think people just got annoyed with him for one reason is that, or another. is that true he's not in demand at all huh i don't know he's Did not you say he went to india i didn't know that no i thought you just said that Oh Let's no! I, rumors start. Let's start a rumor. I heard Michael Sarah <laughs> no. got so fed up with the industry because no one was uh, giving him the parts he wanted that he went to India. <laughs> no, he's I now mean, in an ashram in India. That'd be amazing. No, I was just saying like he had a lot of good movies, and then the the you know I think the last thing we saw him in was the Rest of Development Return. Um, I, I could look. I'm sure he's still got some stuff, but there was a point I think there where we had Michael Sarah burnout, like post uh, you know post Superbad and Juno and all that stuff. The end. I mean, yeah, I loved him in the end. end. It was great. That was him playing against that type that he kind of got set into, and um, I think that that was just that like 
it just mm-hmm. is one of those things. I, I I remember hearing a lot about it at the time, like, oh, Michael Sarah, you know. But I feel <laughs> like there's these, certain, <laughs> there's these certain actors that, like, uh, they bleed into each other, like, you know, Michael Sarah and Jesse Eisenberg or Jack Black of Anakis. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, like, there, there's certain, yeah, or uh, William John Hurt. No, <laughs> you know, I mean, like they all, uh, you know, Jeff Daniels Bridges. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it's Jeff Daniels and uh, who's the other one that he bleeds into? Oh, um, um, oh it's it's not. Uh, is it is Bill Pullman? Oh, I was thinking that was. Uh, I maybe. I mean, probably yeah, Jeff Pullman Daniels, Bill Pullman. Yeah, Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman, Jeff Daniels. Those three are like they're in every audition together yeah. for sure. They're like, hey, Bill, hey, Jeff. All right, so. I was just going on in my head. I was talking a little about before, so we'll get yeah. back to it because we do that a lot, and I never get back to it. Oh, I know and you need to get back to. Well, I want this story. It's not that, it's, it's not that great. I'm just going to say. So they go away. They leave Thursday. I have to go to uh, the doctor. We spoke right, and then um, I get home, and we have two dogs and a cat. Right, and my kid adopted these two: the, 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 the Chihuahua and then Athena, who was adopted uh, from Tijuana, and. I get back to the house and, and my door to my bedroom upstairs is open and I just walk in, and I just smell. I'm like, mm. I'm like, what's up, ladies? And I'm like walking around, I'm like, oh. I walk all the way around the downstairs and it smells bad downstairs. I'm like, okay, downstairs is clear. And then I walk upstairs and I just, as soon as I walk into my room, it's like in front of my bed. It's like this piss is a big thing of piss. And then there's a whole bunch of wet, like diarrhea shit. Not like the kind you can easily pick up. Kind of like took me three hours of blotting and treating. And then in the hallway, all the way down the hallway upstairs. And then I finally finish. And then that night, there's more shit on the downstairs rug at the dining room table. So like 1130 at night, I got to spend another hour cleaning that. And then I wake up it's today, Friday. Yeah. I wake up today and, uh, there's on the new, on the rug in the living room, there's more stuff. And I she doesn't mean anything. I thought you said, we're going to say on the news. And I was like, on the news, we found out there was a, a person who's been sneaking into people's houses and shitting like a cat everywhere. Yeah, and it's not a cat, it's a dog. These are dog shits. These are big duties. Okay. And, uh, you know, and, and also, by the way, may I say, hours of my time. Right. You know, while my kid's gone, it's like, I would make him. But even so, like, I, he's, he can't clean this up. He doesn't right. know how to do it. And then right. well, I'm like getting mad. Level that would be considered acceptable by an adult. Oh, God, no. The whole thing's ruined. And then I, I just... I'm finally like realizing, I'm like, well, she, the dog didn't eat anything weird. You know, like, right. and then when the first really bad stomach stuff happened, I didn't even feed him. Like, she was off food completely until, her, like, until the next feeding, which was 24 hours later. I gave her that food. She went outside, and that was it. So there was no reason that this should be happening in every room. And then, it, then, it, and then it hit me. I'm like, uh, oh, uh, like, it's like, I'm going to get mad. I'm going to get frustrated. <laughs> I realized, well, put yourself in Athena's shoes, mm-hmm. right? Athena sees, uh, you know, my son pack up and the mom takes them and they go off and they're gone. And now she's left with me. I might just shut the rug too. <laughs> and I got to tell you, like, she's like, whoa, 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 I did not sign up for this, man. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, he seems like a great guy. Oh, upstairs with a cat. I'm down here. Give me a break. Yeah. They, they're not coming back. Oh, <laughs> just everywhere. Like, oh, they left me for good with this guy. I, I thought I had anxiety problems. I'm like, yeah, not that bad. Like, I'm sitting right now in the seat because I'm afraid, you know, because I'm moving. But uh, otherwise, it, you know, it's cut. Right. So now I just think I'm just going to have a big drug fused party at my Calabasas estate. Oh, you should. And to see if you can get other people to shit until you can figure out how to like mask. The, it's like if you can mask the dog shit with human shit, then nobody will know that the dog shit anymore. Well, yeah, I think actually we'll do what Motley Crue did with the mudding. Oh, do you know? Do you remember that? It, it was, was it in that movie? No, they didn't actually even put it in the movie. Oh, it was where they were on the chandelier and they would spit. Like, I don't know if Vince Neil climbed up on the chandelier or it was a girl or a couple of girls and they would spin the chandelier and uh-huh. the girls would shit from oh. the chandelier and it was they'd mud everyone below them with their duty wow. as it's spinning around. So it's like centrifugal force from the chandelier, human bodies and feces 
Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. And it, it wasn't that didn't come from me, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let, I let the record show that was a that was a scat story told by Dorfman, <laughs> not Jason. Thank God. Well, I mean, this was a a time in 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 the world where I guess I mean I don't know what kind of money or fame or excess can make me think that would be fun. Yeah. It's a different kind of boredom, right? When you're that rich or have that much fame and you've seen so many things, you're like, well, I've had, I've had, a, th- I've had a two-way, I've had a three-way, I've had an 18-way, I've done all the things that I can do with all the things that I've ever right. dreamed of. So, like, what about we create a, you know, like a, a poop whip and we just flap that around a little bit like a maypole. Poop about. <laughs> a poop out. <laughs> Yeah, like poop about, just, like the roundabout like, thing. Yeah. <laughs> a poop about. It's a poop about. <laughs> a poop about. I'm telling you, know, you. That, that that's a time when you're like, I have nothing else to do. I've got lots right. of time on my hands. I I have enough friends that if the people who get poop on don't like me anymore, there's gonna be more people that'll come in and get pooped on afterwards. So I don't right have away. to worry. There's not gonna. It's a net zero. It's, it's you know. We, <laughs> What's that term? Yeah, it's a win game. Yeah, it's a zero sum game. Yeah, it's, a net, game. it's a net neutral, right? It's that's what the, yes. this would be. A zero sum would be no winner. A net mm-hmm. neutral game where I I lose these guys, but somebody fills those spots because you know I don't care. And uh, and I, and you know what? I still have enough money to buy drugs, and somebody else is going to have to clean it tomorrow. Yeah, that's also a big problem when you have more money than uh, you have time. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, because then it's like you're not going to hit rock bottom from the money, but you know, so then it's just death. It's like, at least if you could lose all your money, you might save yourself. But anyway, that's also depressing. Uh, Motley Crue did something called mudding. Look it up if you're just tuning in. And this is not as bad as that. But now I think maybe I do have a drug-fueled... Party party in your future. Molly, uh, mushrooms. Uh, I don't even know where I'd get any of this stuff, but like, uh, I'm too old. Well, if you got, okay, you get Molly, mushrooms, mescaline. Are there two other... uh, You can have like a 3M Mescaline. We'll have a 3M party. You just said it, 3M party. Molly's mushroom mescaline, the 3M <laughs> party. Yeah. And, and, uh, brought to you by sticky it. notes. <laughs> Get Chet Waterhouse on here. He'll give us a good sponsor. I, I, I'm telling you, I like this idea, 3M party. Right? I mean, it's LA. How hard could it be to get a bunch of pretty people over here to take a lot of drugs? I mean, every, there's a lot of people that just, they're at home right now and they, they need an excuse. And if that excuse is Molly to touch each other, uh, 3M's. Yeah, the three M party. Well, you know what? Like, if I had a pool, it would be much easier. I need, uh, a, I need a big pool. You could add a fourth M of masks. Ooh, the four M party, <laughs> right? And then, oh, so everybody has to wear their mask, so nobody knows who's who. Hmm. Yeah, I like this. You see, this is now coming together. What is this? Tomorrow night? It starts yeah. tonight. It goes till it Sunday. It starts. Yeah, it, it, it already started. There's a uh, there's two people downstairs pooping on your floor right now. One's dressed <laughs> like a dog. Um, <laughs> it's listen. Did you watch anything? <laughs> uh, I started watching the Umbrella Academy today. Okay, what do you think? I love that show. It's good. So the second season is good. I, I, I started rewatching the first season just to remind myself that it was a good show. It's not, I wouldn't say it's on the, the level of Doom Patrol as far as pure funny, but it's weird and cool in all the right ways and has a very similar theme. Um, so I'm, I'm liking that second season. You also let me in on a secret that I was not aware of that Black Monday is back and it's been back since yeah. June. And so I have four of those episodes I need to start catching up on. Also, uh, Tacoma Fire Department um, yeah, was Tacoma off the air for a while, started. but it started back up. And so there's a couple new episodes there. So there's so much great TV. There's the new yep. episode of Doom Patrol. I have gotten to watch a few minutes. Have you seen of it? Um, I've only started all of them. I have not watched okay. an entire episode of anything since yesterday. Because there's so much. And I, wanna, I like look at one. I'm like, I'm into this. And they're like, oh, this is good. Wait. Oh, I want to. I want to savor this. So I got to put something else on for right now, and then I'll put something else on and be like, "Oh no, wait, this is good. I got to savor this." And so it's just been a little bit of a. I've got ten minutes into. Right. Okay, so so um, I, I think for sure I'm going to get into Umbrella. I, I'll tell you what I started watching that everyone seems to love, and um, uh, I don't know uh, normal people. Oh yeah, I don't see this one either. No, oh. based on the is the best selling book. Uh, normal people on this is the one on uh, Hulu. Uh, Hulu, right? Yeah, for it's a BBC show. It was Ireland, I think. Yeah, it takes place in a small Irish village, I think. Hmm. It looks like it's a show. It's not. It doesn't. Well, maybe it is, but it, it is a show. Yeah, based, it on is a show. Old, based on uh, 
Normal People by Sally Rooney, but it's all, and the that's show's it. actually written by her also. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so it, listen, people are flipping out over this show, and I guess the book was a huge sensation. Here's the thing. It starts off there in high school. You know, he's a rugby player, and they're very, uh, the acting is superb. Mm-hmm. If not incredibly slow, but superb. Um, so I would recommend this to anybody. Here's the thing. Like, it's very much from a female perspective. And it's a weird thing as a fully grown adult male to watch a young, like my kid's almost that age, and a young girl, and they're losing their virginity. And these are graphic scenes. Oh. And it feels pedo to me. Like, again, it's beautifully shot. And it's actually right. shot a lot from the man on top of her, you know, where right. you're, I never thought like, oh, that's how a woman's seeing this. That's how right. she's feeling and what she's going through. So what they're doing is, is superb. And it's supposed to, I'm sure, make you uncomfortable. It made me a little too uncomfortable. Does that right. make sense? I was like, you know I, I, what? I understand. Like, I uh, there's a certain, you know, you know, it's too real, it, maybe. Yeah, well, and, and there's a certain uncomfortableness about that. We're taught and we should be thinking in, in those terms of, you know, especially with younger, you know, when we talk about this all the time at the house, my, my daughter is really offended by any large, not even a May, you know, like a May-December romance. Like a, she doesn't, she wouldn't, she doesn't like a May, like late July romance. You know what I mean? Like the age right. difference. So if I start dating Billie Eilish, Sarah's yeah. going to be mad at me. Oh, she'd be furious. Like, no matter, we, even though we're in love. Yeah, if you started dating Cameron... Yes, she. <laughs> like, because Cameron's older than me. Oh yeah, or or uh, yeah, or yeah. Even if she's older, or if you like, she likes the 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 ages to be like three or four years. Like that's the math. Yeah, well, that's not that's yeah, not happening I know, anywhere I know, in the world. I know, I know, I know. But she's but, definitely got. But she, but she has that that sense, and I love it. You know, right? But um, I, I respect the hell out of it. But it, and and I do too. And so, but like, but any sort of like, you know, se- severe age discrepancy in me, my for me too, and or being older now, like. You know, right. I'm not attracted to anybody under like, I mean, I, th- I can find 20 year olds pretty, 25 year olds pretty by sure, anyone, they're but beautiful they're, they're, kids. But there's something kind of icky in it too that's like, nah, I like this, you know, the, the woman, you know? Yeah, you age out of it. You're like, you no, age I out can't. Of it. Yeah, there's and, not. And then, but also watching it seems now a little too voyeuristic. Exactly. Even though they're looking, age appropriate. Sorry, go when, ahead. Yeah, but when you're looking at that, even though they're age appropriate, you're still looking right. at somebody that's not appropriate. And your brain and your biology don't always compare, like, talk to your, you know, talk to each other in the middle of it going, hmm, this is really uncomfortable, but I'm viewing this as a, you know, as a subjective person. No, you're watching sex between two people and your body's fight, your biology's going, mm, this is sex. And your brain is going, this is icky sex. And then you feel yeah. gross. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and by the way, and, and they're showing a beautiful moment of these two people falling in love and it's really wonderfully done and poignant. It, I, I guess maybe it's just a little too real and I couldn't really get past it. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to necessarily watch this. And that doesn't mean it's not fantastic. Right. I have to say it probably is. And if I could get past it or fast forward it, I might. But there's so much out there to watch. that I'm just kind of like, hmm, I don't know if I'm going to go back to it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's you know, I, but I'll tell you what's not coming out. Wait, when does Bill and Ted's come out? End of August. August 31st. End? I have to wait till the end? That seems unfair. Yeah, it's, it's going to come out over that like Labor Day weekend. Doesn't that seem unfair? It does. It seems really unfair. Um, it's going to make it, a fortune. It would normally be coming out right when Burning Man is going on, which is not going to happen this year, I don't, I hope. Uh, oh, Burning Man. Don't get me started. <laughs> I mean, it's just this. What? What? What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, we're we're creating a society that's uh, money free. No, no, you're not. You're not. People are paying. There's a lot of money being spent there. People are making a fortune. What? What are you? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you do- no, all right. So yeah, Burning Man. You were saying? Oh yeah, but that's that's when that's when Bill and Ted's is coming out. The boys, See I think, is coming out. Too. The boys, the boys are coming out in two, the boys is coming out in two weeks. So that's that's got we got that to look forward to. The boys are coming out. It's coming out in two weeks. Two oh, weeks. I'm gonna have to call Laz and see if we can't get him on to just say a few words to us. Absolutely. Before, yeah. Oh no, it, it looks on. like they've moved it to September fourth. So it's that's also coming okay. out in a week. So that, that it'll be a, a little more boys. It'll be a B and T right. in the. It'll be a B and T and a TB at the. 3M party that I'm at the holding. 3M party <laughs> that I'm holding, and uh, I don't know. Can we tell because we have to go very soon? Like, we have like a minute, but can uh-huh. I say, like, yeah, like about the good news that you got? Yeah. Or no, yeah, absolutely. Like you found, so, you found you found a place, you're moving. I found a house, we found, 
Gorgeous. We found a house. It's really nice. It's in a. It's near my office. It's it's got it's got all the rooms. We're still fighting about who gets which rooms, but it's all there. It's got a, there a fight. You get the master. No, I mean there's 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 the two bedroom part. That's that's one part. But there's also two other rooms where that where we can you know you know where that desks and VRs and workout equipments and and you know man cavey stuff or woman cavey stuff can go. So there's still some debate on that, but I think we've got that resolved for the most part. Um, and, but, uh, we, we, we move in. So we're, we're, we're officially, uh, out of this place, which we've been here for seven years, uh, which is interesting. And I won't get too big into it cause we got to leave, but, uh, last place I was in seven years. And before that, I never stayed in a place for more than a year. So I've, uh, really put down roots the last couple of times. It's kind of weird now to, to move, but, um, I'm excited. It's going to be great. You're yeah. going to be great. It's going to be all new stuff's going to open up and uh, everything's going to seem, all your old stuff's going to seem new too in the place. It's going to be yeah, dope. Throwing away all that old stuff and get some new stuff. That's why. Yeah, I'm going to stick around while, you, while you're going through your stuff. Make sure that nothing uh, good gets gets tossed in anyone's direction except mine. All right. Yeah. On that note, I made it about me. Jason's new house, I again found a way to make about me. Congratulations to you and your family on that. And uh, everybody, thank you for being here. Uh, another great week and we will see you again after this this weekend, right? Stay safe, stay sane, stay strong. Jason Smith. I love you, everybody. Bye. It's time to quarantine. A podcast network.